This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Oh, you're muted, Nick. Get up. Welcome back, everybody, by the way. <laughs> so what I was going to say, the tremendous football Thursday edition of You Better, You Better rolls on. Nick, Ken, and you here on the Ben I was look, I was looking down, so I like didn't even see you at first. I look up, I go, he's not talking. Yeah, oh, I was, yeah, I was yeah. eating. He's talking. I was, yeah. I was eating. I was eating a little yeah. bit. And then muted, hey, we've all been there. Muted the old microphone. Five o'clock hey, somewhere. Listen, yep. <laughs> or like here it's five o'clock here uh great to be on for the next hour with our friends at stadium watch stadium.com youtube tv roku amazon fubo tv samsung tv plus tubi and more uh for everyone watching the show right now and listening to the show we appreciate you we want you to check out our merchandise store you better you bet shop.com you can browse all our designs we got lots of good ones like ybyb after dark we got the prop king designs we got ken barkley specific stuff as well choose your capper long sleeves hoodies hats and more head on over to you better you bet shop.com and check it out. You do it now. Like actually, that actually like helps make us money. Go to youbetteryoubetshop.com. That's youbetteryoubetshop.com. Our pal Joey Kanish stops by in 20 minutes. Pro Sports Better giving us college football bets for the weekend. All of our bets for tonight still to come, including side total and props on Thursday night football with the Kansas City Chiefs and the Denver Broncos from Arrowhead. But for now, we get back to P-squared, B-squared, talking awards in the National Football League ahead of week six. Jake, please fade the music up. And Ken, we did MVP and Defensive Player of the Year in the first hour, so we st- still kind of have a lot to do. So let's get to it here with Offensive Player of the Year, where Christian McCaffrey and Tyreek Hill are the co-favorites at plus 160. Um, remember, Justin Jefferson now out like at least four to six weeks for the Minnesota Vikings. Jamar Chase is the third choice. Well, you got to draw a line after the top two. Chase is 20 to 1. Jalen Hurts is at 22. Lamar Jackson and Stephon Diggs, both at 25 to 1. Josh Allen, Tua Tungavailoa, and Devontae Adams, all at 35 to 1. Patrick Mahomes at 40 to 1. And I just thought I'd mention this because I think it's funny. Uh, Justin Jefferson's 50 to 1. Also, you should put like nine zeros in front of in front of the 50 because my man can't win. Uh, Ken, thoughts on Offensive Player of the Year, please. Yeah, this is one where I think with MVP and defensive player of the year, we've been like big time wait and see mode, right? Have a little bit of burrow from uh, after week three, uh, week three, week four, and really haven't been in the MVP at all. Just kind of waiting and a lot of guys can win. Let's like kind of see how it, how it materializes before we like really, really get in defensive player of the year, like almost total pass so far flyer on Quinn and Williams before the season. But like not in, I'm like not in that market whatsoever wait to see if we can shake up those three edge rushers at the top of the board with either a different candidate or where one significantly outpaces the others. This market I was in on a lot and I was in early and I think it's going to go really well. Uh, Bet a ton of Tyreek and a ton of McCaffrey and we talked about it on the show when they were seven to one and nine to one uh, and I said I think they should be more like kind of what they are right now and they are and so that's really good. Uh, The problem with offering future betting advice is this is just good now 
Like that, like the opportunity was actually a few weeks ago. Most of these markets, the opportunity wasn't a few weeks ago. It hasn't happened yet. Um, this one, it just there was. It just seemed to me, at least, like there were so few players who could win that, you know, if the Niners and Dolphins kept winning and these guys kept producing, there was going to be such a distance between them and everybody else. So just a quick primer again for everybody. Uh, MVP has a little subjectivity in it. Yeah, stats. Yeah, team good. But if you get like three or four guys that meet all those criteria, it's just kind of like the voters. Like, ah, I like that guy and I don't like that guy. This one's not really like that. Are you the best at your position in yards and touchdowns, or at least close in? If you're not the best in one, are you at least close and then best in the other one, obviously? So Jefferson last year was not best in touchdowns, but was, was best in receiving yards and was close in touchdowns. Uh, do you play for a really good team? But are you having like a record setting type statistical season? Not good. Not like, oh, that guy, like, yeah, like I, I bet his overrun receiving yards all the time. He gets 100 yards. Like, no, does he get like 250 yards all the time? Like, that's the kind of season that you're looking for from a, a skill position player. And when you look at these two guys, Tyreek and McCaffrey, like those, those would be your first two picks to have record setting seasons. McCaffrey would be more like the touchdown streak and rushing and receiving combined. Like he'll lead the NFL in rushing yards probably, or at least he's the favorite to do so. And remember, Devon Achan was like somebody who maybe was going to do that. And now he's hurt. So like you remove one of the potential obstacles to McCaffrey leading the league in rushing. So his his trajectory does, you know, maybe it's not record setting, but it's really good. And the Niners are awesome. And then Tyree kills easy. He is actually probably the one player so far this year that is actually projecting to have a record setting season so far from a statistical standpoint. None of the quarterbacks are like Brock Purdy. You could be like, well, if he goes. 35 touchdowns no picks or something like that'd be pretty crazy but it's just sort of like the gaudy counting numbers it's really just kind of Tyreek and like that's it he leads the league in receiving yards uh he's close to the league lead in receiving touchdowns I think he might be tied or something like that I'll bring it up right here yeah there's a three-way tie between him DJ Moore and Stefan Diggs with five receiving touchdowns so and leads the league by almost 100 yards already over Puka Nakua who's whose usage might go down because Cooper Cup's back. So he's the only one that projects like he really has a shot at 2000 receiving yards. He said before the year that was something that he was looking for as a career milestone. So like these two guys are not, we talk about is there a vulnerable favorite? They're not remotely vulnerable. That doesn't mean someone else can't win. It's just like, do you really want to take a shot at these two guys? Like really with the seasons that they're having right now? Now I have two kind of guesses about how this is going to play out. I do think that like over the balance of the season, I actually do think Tyreek is going to have a better statistical season than Christian McCaffrey. Just kind of like my subjective guess about how this is going to play out. If we're talking about record setting, I think Tyreek is more likely to have a record setting season than McCaffrey is. Just because like, is every single week really going to be like a max usage Christian McCaffrey week for the Niners over a really long season? Whereas like for Tyreek, it's really more about explosives than it is about usage. And he can get a lot of that stuff and he'll get a lot of it this week against Carolina. So my guess is this isn't really like a betting take because the price is already so low. I, I do think he is like your most likely winner. And I think he'll actually pass McCaffrey in the next couple weeks. But like there's the, the you know, there's nothing. The, the juice is already out of the orange at that point. There's nothing to get. Like there's just the price is already gone. Um, so that's prediction number one. Prediction number two would be the player that is most likely to get in the mix, not even catch, but like even get close to those guys is probably Jamar Chase. But like like we've talked about with these other players though, or with these other Bengals bets, the, the record's just so bad already and the schedule's so tough. Like he has to win a lot. They doesn't have to just be good. He has to win a lot of games, which is gonna be really tough. He has to have games like he had against Arizona, which is gonna be really tough, but he is capable of that and not many other players are. And somehow he has to have all that happen 
and have Burrow not win MVP on the back of it because offensive player year and MVP won't come from the same team in that situation and Burrow will get a lot of the credit. So like Chase is an interesting name because he's so good. But like this is, I think this is like a locked up, like these two favorites are awesome. I wouldn't bet into this. I'm happy we have both. We did it on the show. And now it's like, let's see how it plays out. And if a third challenger like actually really truly emerges. Um, I feel like I'm contractually obligated to ask you about Stefan Diggs here. Someone that we talked about a lot before the year. I know there's yeah. someone that you liked in this market. Um, he does have five touchdowns. He is trailing it by Tyreek by what, like uh, over 100 yards right now for the receiving yards yeah. uh, lead. He's been amazing though this season. He's 25 to one. So any thoughts on Stefan Diggs and then we can move on. I think it's just the same thing with Chase. Like, they, are they really going to catch Tyreek Hill? And I don't mean like that they're faster than him because he's the fastest guy, but the Bills lost a game. Team success is a really strong driving component of this. The statistics are good. They're just not as good. And so kind of like he, I almost view him and Chase the same way. And like he can win. It's just like if you're if you're betting like a 20 to one on Chase or, or so, this is like a classic like gambling content, people will be like, gotta buy Jamar Chase, gotta buy Stefan Diggs, gotta buy, like can't be the favorites, gotta be like, gotta be somebody else. And it's like, you, the favorites are the probably leading rusher in the NFL on maybe the best team in the league. And then the best receiver in the NFL on maybe like the second or third best team in the league. And you wanna try to beat them? Why? Go spend your time doing something else. Let's bet Austin Matthews to have a hat trick again. Like, let's do that instead of like spending money in this market right now. Can Diggs and Chase win? Like, sure. And could Tyreek get hurt this week or something? Like, of course, these things can happen. But in terms of just like, where are we going here? These are two rock solid favorites. Like, you know, you don't want to take shots at these guys. Like, this is this is no good. So the two receivers, Chase and Diggs, have a shot. But like, they should be priced long. They're way behind. And the other two candidates are awesome. So the difference is just correct to me. You better, you better hear with Nick and Ken on a tremendous football Thursday. P squared, B squared, talking NFL awards right now. Uh, right now. Uh, offensive rookie of the year now? Yeah, please. Yeah. Let's do it. Uh, you might have heard uh, Devon Achan going to be out multiple weeks. Mike McDaniel saying he'll be back this season, which uh, leads me to believe this is going to be a lengthy absence for Miami's rookie running back, Devon Achan. Also, Anthony Richardson going to be out somewhere in the range of four to eight weeks, which is like all this stuff sucks. We want everybody to be yeah. healthy because it's more fun when the best players are healthy. But, you know, we deal with the information we've got, and it does create betting opportunities, right, sometimes when this stuff happens. Um, so the Offensive Rookie of the Year, Market Ken, and our show sponsor, the King of Sportsbooks, BetMGM, CJ Stroud is now your favorite uh and like a not quite with a bullet but shroud plus 110 puka nakua up next plus 350 Bijan robinson at five to one then we go to jordan addison is 20 and remember justin jefferson's out now kevin o'connell saying like all systems go with addison moving forward now maybe he'll yep. be like an even bigger thing than he has been achan is 25 to one can't win zay flowers is 30 Anthony Richardson's 40, along with Sam Laporta, who's now on the injury report for the Lions. And then I'm just going to read some names here because they're big names that everyone will recognize, and maybe these guys can't win, but worth noting, I think. Jackson Smith and Jigba, first receiver selected in the draft, who's done nothing thus far this season for Seattle. But I think people are in the fantasy community coming out of the bye, maybe get him a little more integrated. He's 50 to 1. Jameer Gibbs and Dalton Kincaid. I don't think either guy can ever win this award. They're both at 50. Quinton Johnston of the Chargers, who I like a little bit, is 80, along with Roshan Johnson for the Chicago Bears, where if he can get cleared and, and like and like clear protocol, he's going to be Chicago's RB1 until Khalil Herbert comes back. And then Tank Dell, who's going to miss this week's game with a concussion, and then the Texans go on their bye. Tank Dell is now down to 80 to 1. Uh, thoughts here on 
can on how to bet offensive rookie of the year. I think, uh, I think you kind of nailed it throughout a lot of that reading, which is just to me with Richardson's injury and HN's injury, this is an extremely limited group in terms of who could actually win the award. Um, can like Quinton Johnston win if he has like starts picking up, you know, like a lot of receptions. Uh, sure. Of course. Um, you know, Roshan Johnson, like, can these guys win? Uh, maybe. Um, I, I honestly think at this point, like, I think they need an injury to win. And we've got two already, to be fair, like Richardson and HN both got hurt. But like, you need Stroud and Bijan to like both get hurt for some of these guys to win, I think. Like, it's, you can't just start right now. Some years, you could start right, like Kenneth Walker started late, obviously last year, like, you know, missed the first couple games and then started playing really well. Christian Watson accumulated a lot of touchdowns in a short period of time. Like, they really almost won because there was no favorite. Everybody stunk in last year's offensive rookie class. Like, the candidates were miserable. You're chasing, like, an, a Pro Bowl-level quarterback and a running back who people are like legitimately obsessed with when he does anything good in Bijan Robinson and who has like pretty good stats to back it up. You wish he had more touchdowns, but like those are the two guys you're chasing. Like this isn't like an open market. It's like, well, somebody could come on late and like win. They're so far behind already. Like Stroud's got crazy numbers already. You're so far behind. And he's going to keep starting, by the way, like every game to me, at least just how I'm approaching this. It's a little bit like, you know, we did this early in the week. Like the move was early in the week because it's when A-Chan got hurt. It's not always going to be like Thursday at four o'clock. That's when we make the bets. That's why we did it on the show. So like I bet a ton of Stroud at like plus 150. And then I'm going to like come back and probably add a bunch of Bijan before games on Sunday. And I'm going to like form a bet. Will either of those players win for a lot of money? And I'm going to ride that to the finish line. Like that's what it is. And I'm done. Like that's all it is. Um, you know, like can you still price shop them? Sure. Uh, I think Bijan's more likely to have a better game this weekend. He gets Washington at home. Stroud has no tank Dell. He's got to play the Saints defense. That kind of sucks. That's a terrible matchup. But like over the balance of the season, do I think Stroud's the most likely player to win? Yes, definitely. Do I think Bijan's the second most likely player to win? Yes, definitely. Uh, do I like Puka Nakua? I think he is really good. I just like, I think it's okay to be really skeptical that this can keep up with Cup back. And like the matchup won't always be as good as it is this weekend. He's He might have 200 yards this weekend. Like he might go crazy. The Cardinals allow, look what they do allow to Jamar Chase last week. Like that's possible. But, and we'll talk about it when we talk about Cup for comeback player. Just like, again, over the course of the season, I want to have Stroud and Bijan and I don't want anybody else. So like Nakua could pop this week. Don't really want it. Um, you know, like Jordan Addison, I think he will definitely player whose price is most likely to drop this week. Jordan Addison, definitely. But that's, I think that's kind of fool's gold. Like, I, I don't think you want him over the course of the season. There's a chance the team trades Kirk Cousins. What happens when that happens? Like, can we also actually see him be wide receiver one and like get big numbers? Hasn't happened yet. But like player most likely to drop Addison for one week. Players who can actually win to me, it's two. And because of the injuries, it's only two. I, I would add, Quinton Johnston has a good game on Monday night against the Cowboys. That price ain't going to be oh, that's a good price drop on, too. on Tuesday that's morning. A, that's a perfect one, perfect one, perfect price drop. Just like he, like cool, like an eighty that can become twenty or an eighty that become fifteen. Because you're going to pass all the injured guys. Like that's all that's going to happen. You're going to pass the guys who can't win. But are you ever going to pass the guys who can win? Like it's going to take a lot more than that. Ah, uh, unless he's Mike Williams. I hope that's the case because I have him like every. Well, that would mean he gets hurt uh, all the time. Yeah, we don't want him to be Mike uh, Williams. We don't want that. Um, it's right. Also, it's going to be hard for Puka Nakua to get 200 receiving yards this week when we will be climbing the 2-2 two, two, two ladder. 2-2 two, two well, Atwell. I'm, I'm climbing the cup ladder this week. I'm climbing, I'm climbing that ladder. Great. You can, great. You can be on the cup ladder. I'll be on the 2 maybe, maybe, you know what? Maybe it'll be like, you know, like uh, like the Hardys against the Dudleys against Edge and Chris. Oh, yeah. Just ladders everywhere. Ladders, ladders, ladders everywhere. Touchdowns, uh, ladders, and chairs. Coming up next. Yep. 
I don't have a cool segue with ladders and Joey Kanish. Joey Kanish joins us next. College football bets for the weekend.